Red 5. I'm going in. <laughs> Fellow Star Wars fans, this is another episode of Trench Run Report. Um, I'm your host for this episode, David Brooklander. Also sitting with me today is... Sean McKinley, Justin Gray, and Aaron Russo. And we've got quite an episode uh, today. We're covering episode four of uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And we're just going to jump straight into uh, reactions, dislikes and dislikes, and then uh, things we thought were great about the episode, and we'll just take it from there. Uh, Sean, you want to kick it off? Yeah. Um, my, I did. I didn't like this one very much. Um, when I I watched it this morning, and was just kind of huh huh really a lot of the time, like with a lot of the writing choices. Um, I really expected, I guess, this episode to be like a slowdown, take a whole episode to recover. If you're on this planet, Jabeen with which is supposedly like the nexus or the end point for this Jedi rail and this Jedi Underground Railroad. That is where you deliver up on a silver platter. Cal Kestis, uh, it's all the it's people that have been mentioned. And like if you have all these Jedi here, like that's where he can take the time to reflect on what just happened. You can have Clone Wars flashbacks, you can have all this stuff. Like Leia's not going anywhere. They're not gonna kill her because she's Senators, like they were already pissed that they even used her as bait, so they're not going to harm her. So it's like you can take your time getting to her. You can take take this episode as a, take a beat, do some like character stuff, um, and then yeah, just some of the choices in the episode of decisions are just like there wasn't much agency that anyone was, was demonstrating. Everything was just kind of convenience driven, um, and then some of the effects. Well, some of the fight choreography was was really dumb, except for the Kenobi, like, lightsaber stuff, but, like, especially Tala's stuff was really, really dumb, like, if you watch it, like, it, it caught my eye, and then I had to, like, reverse it and watch, like, when she's, like, taking out those two troopers that are guarding her when, Re after Reva talks to her, um, she just, like, basically barely open-hand slaps that one stormtrooper, and he just, like, flies backwards, and then she, he, like, she blasts them, and I'm, like, I'm, pre I'm, like, I'm pretty sure Reva is still, like, ten feet away, like, she just left the room. <laughs> like, I don't know, just weird cuts like that. I, I almost feel like this episode was maybe longer or something, and they, like, did some weird edits to it, even, like, in the last week or two. For just short it up. Yeah, I don't know, like, it's, it's short. Yeah, that was, like, 30 minutes. Or um, and it, I don't know, and I think, like, some of the, like, the effects of the two snow speeders coming in was really poorly done. Like, the, it had the perspectives way off. Like, they are like, coming in, and they're like about to hit the wall, and then the next thing you know, they're like back out there somehow. Like somehow they like they split the scene. Like, and well, they like zoom in with a camera, and then they <coughs> add in post production like speeders, but they didn't like get the shift, like the, what, the parallax or whatever they call it. Like they didn't get like the effect rate. It's the same. It had the same vibe to me as like the the scooter chase in Boba Fett. Like that was oh. not done. Like it didn't look right because it was like done janky. Like an intern did it, or whatever. So I'm like, I don't know. Where's the budget for this 
like the budget for the show, like where is it? I'm not seeing it a lot of the time, you know. Uh, so I, I don't know, just it obviously had a lot of echoes of the New Hope, but it's also like it wasn't that original. Like it's it's a New Hope and it's Fallen Order. It had a lot of the same beats from Fallen Order, like the the breaking of the glass, the water coming in. Like he literally got in the same way Cal Kestis got in five years earlier. No one thought to like. I don't know, secure underwater entrance, or <laughs> like, and they're like, oh, it's impenetrable. No one's ever made it through. And it's like, Cal Kestis is like, hey, like I did. <laughs> like, I don't know, just they're like not even acknowledging their own canon, which would be mm. fallen order, right? Like, I don't know, just. Well, with a lot of the, some of the stuff from like the video games, comics and stuff, they are retconning a lot of those. Yeah. For so, for the TV series or the movies. Yeah. I mean, it was so. What I liked was I liked seeing Obi Wan kind of come back online he had some of his like prequel flourish with his lightsaber work it was getting like more and more refined as he went on with his practice and they really do a really good job in this show with lightsaber effects it looks like they're filming with like a really good light lighted lightsaber that's like literally illuminating them on camera and then they like touch it up in post but like they don't like because they're in either the volume or in like a physical space like they don't have to like do these post-production lighting weird lighting things that like the prequels didn't have as good lighting on the lightsabers mm-hmm. as the show has or or if it not at all yeah so like so, Luke's lightsaber right in um, I mean like the, I mean like our, the screensaver is oh, just yeah. kind of showing the little lightsaber fight because that's on all Luke's far yeah and like the, you, you don't see the like, you really light. saw it with Luke's lightsaber so. like Luke's hallway scene you saw that really good glow I guess with Vader too right. Like his hallway scene, like I don't know, just that looked that was cool, and you see like some of his little flourishes and stuff. But like, I don't know, it's all just so convenient. And like I was like, it, they they almost lost me with the Scooby Doo trench coat like little <laughs> rascals moment. I'm just like, no, I don't know, like put her in a gong droid or something. I don't know, something else other than that. I think a while ago, nobody's noticing this like crazy bottom heavy guy with a beard like. Awkwardly walking out, like who are who are all these jerks? Like all these all these stormtroopers in this place. Like what are they what are they doing? And like if it's impenetrable, then why is it when there's a five alarm fire going off that two speeders can just fly in and annihilate the hangar? I thought it was impenetrable. It makes no sense, no sense at all. Um, I don't know. I just was not a fan of it overall. And, and uh, you know nothing. It's truly filler because Leia, like. Barely anything has changed since the last episode other than they he rescued Leia, which could have been put off for an episode. Like, that could have been his main, like, oh, for the next three episodes, my mission is to get her back somehow, make, to get her safe. And it's like, mainly, I guess, since there's two episodes left and at this point there's no more trailer footage left, then the next two episodes right. are complete blank slate. So hopefully, hopefully we'll see Anakin or Hayden Christensen in his own show a little bit more. I haven't seen it at all. I was expecting to see... I, you know, they've primed us for a back-to-tank flashbacks, and we haven't, we've only had that in back, flashing back to prior episode, but, like, that was, like, handed to you on Silver Platter of, like, this is where you can do an extended, like, reflection time of both of them reflecting on new Clone Wars footage they could have filmed, or, like, they could have, there was so much runway with that that they, like, so to me it's just, like, a lot of wasted opportunities and a lot of, like, swing and a miss with this one, where it's just, like, baffling writing decisions I can read like what everyone else is saying, and it's like, like we all could have come up with a better story. And it's like, how is it that, <laughs> like, who's writing this thing? It's 
sometimes I'm like wondering about that. There was a lot of Disney Star Wars stuff. I'm like, who's writing this stuff? Or who's greenlighting it? Like, it's just it's bizarre. Some of it is like very, uh -huh. So, was it a fan of this one? All right. Justin, you want to go next? Um, I'm usually a positive person. Um, but, yeah, this one kind of stumped me, too. Um, like, uh, for, for, for the most, okay, so, I'm going to be positive. I'll tell you, tell you what I liked. Um, I really liked the, um, first five minutes of the, of the episode. Thought the um, parallels and the um, between uh, Obi Wan and Vader in the back to tank that was very well done. Um, it kind of uh, kind of had this like um, like bond kind of thing between them. Yet they are so separate mm -hmm. as far as their situations go, and I really just I just really loved how that was uh, mm -hmm. shot. And well done. After he gets out of the tub, though, then it kind of goes down the hill from there for me. Um, uh, again, Leia wasn't going to be going anywhere, so I thought it was kind of odd that they rescued her, like, right off the gate. Um, but then again, it's like, okay, we only have, like, what, two more two episodes, episodes, left, yep. episodes left? So I was like, oh, okay, <coughs> I, I get it. Um, I did I did really like Riva in this a bit more than I, than the previous ones because one she she was again th like way more threatening than the other than what I've seen the other inquisitors uh, do as of late I mean heck she was gonna torture a little kid just because she kind of got tired of Leia's sass so <laughs> at the so it's like okay, um, no no wonder Leia's gonna have hatred for the Empire because she's seen the um, like if you're on the bad side of the Empire you're kind of like the good cop bad cop with the Empire at this point. Mm. So and <laughs> um, yeah, if she wasn't rebel, she is now. Yeah, <laughs> and part of me. I, I, I don't I'm gonna get a little tin foil hattie with this but I think after Reva doing that I think after she like threatened Leia that severely I think she signed her own death sentence in this series uh, cause I feel like um, if that got out to like somebody like Vader or the other Inquisitors or even an officer well okay an officer did come in during that scene, but I feel like if somebody witnessed her like torturing a child, let alone somebody of that significance to the Empire or the Imperial Senate, like she, like her job Head would is be gone. done. Um, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, just some of the um, choi choices. Um, like, how, how did I put it on Twitter? I felt like this was too Star Warsy for Star Wars, I guess. Um, and, and like, that's not usually a bad thing, but at this point, it's like it kind of did stuff that we've seen before already. Uh, what's the story? Well, he's well, we got to rescue the princess. Save the princess from the fortress. Yep, haven't seen that before. Um, 
disguising the, themselves in imperial outfits, albeit very poorly. Gee, haven't seen that before. Um, when did we see that? Rebels. Oh, Rebels. Oh, I thought you were talking about yeah. in, in like the original. Well, in the Death Star. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she, yeah. Wasn't, she wasn't disguised. That's her... Like, you know. I, meant, I meant like like the people like were in disguise to get her. Well, they, I mean, Obi-Wan left you know, with the Imperial outfit on. Yeah. At oh. the end. Yeah, at the very end. Which is what she should have. You should have taken the armor of that Stormtrooper as soon as he got in. You should have put that guy's armor on. That would have been sweet to see Obi-Wan Kenobi with Stormtrooper armor and his I, Come on. Part, part, part of me was kind of glad that he didn't because I, I was like, oh no, he's going to wear it as because that'd be the closest thing we get to like Clone Wars armor one, right? <laughs> then then he like throws a joke like he did in Re- like Rex did in Rebels, like yeah. where it's like, uh, how do they wear uh, this? Or... Uh, yeah, no. Though, so, um, so R.I.P. Wade, by the way. Hardly <laughs> Wade, poor Wade. Should have had Wade be the one to help convince the other guy to help. Like, was Wade in the beginning? He wasn't at the briefing, yeah. barely. But like, I, th- I feel like there oh was something that they, they should have <laughs> even take thirty seconds to have Wade weigh in in the Kenobi Rican like dispute where Rican's like no way, and then Kenobi like says one thing and he's like okay I'm in. It's like whoa, like take thirty seconds to have Wade like be the mediator and Wade <clears throat> see whoa where Wade's coming from. He's like person who's like willing to do anything to help the cause yeah and when he dies it pays off like set up payoff like this is basic writing basic yeah. stuff uh-huh. and i don't understand like why would you care like it's like the oh no anyway like that meme it's like oh he died i'll say moving on well like, yeah i don't know might as well uh yeah like, poor kids the poor kids died who cares <laughs> oh, yeah. like come on like, who care about like dak or is it dak right it's like yeah. green man like uh-huh. that you Cared a little bit because like, hey, I like I can take the whole empire on myself and then get slaughtered. Like that, just a little bit of character development goes a long way. And like, like we no setup. We're like, oh, they're lovers apparently. I don't know. Like, or at least they're close. Who knows? Who cares? A little Rose and Finn right there. Yeah, like why did they do something to set that up? But maybe they didn't cut it out. But it's like, why would you cut out? <coughs> you told us we'd have six hours and you gave us a half an hour show. <laughs> like I don't understand. <laughs> so. um... Oh, one other thing I liked was the uh, Vader. Oh, okay. Vader's going to steal any scene he's going to be. Yes. yes. Let's just be like, that walk. Like, just him walking. Get right out of the way. Like, you, I warned you about what was going to. Yeah. And, like, the, like, and I liked how they did change his voice a bit for that. Like, it did sound a little bit more aggressive. Yeah. Um, it was like Joker when he's like, Order me, you know, it's kind of like that. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh. And they they had the good music drop too. Yeah. <laughs> then they have like they had like they didn't use the full on Imperial March, but they like had a motif right there. I think so. They, 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 That's the closest they come to like real Star Wars music in the show, like so far. Well, <laughs> they they did do the uh, um, Force theme like when Obi Wan ignites his lightsaber in the oh, third third episode. Yeah. And it, it's, but yeah, as as far as like the rest of the music, it's mostly Natalie Holt's uh, yeah, uh, orchestration. So, uh, but yeah, um, what did you think about the the tomb, the Jedi tomb? Oh yeah. Ooh, that. Did you recognize I, some of those people? 
This is one of the George Lucas guy that George Lucas was in Revenge of the Sith in the background. Was it? They had that guy in there. The Pantoran. Which I feel like, I don't know, is that like (coughs) cannibalism? Locked George Lucas away in a Jurassic Park amber thing. (laughs) Yeah, that that's so so I assume they're dead in the in there. I guess. So they're probably they're probably tying in like this Snoke slash Emperor Palpatine force experiments cloning. Like every show has something about that in it, and that's to like point all to the resurrection of Palpatine. Like, uh, that's what I feel like they're they're like tapping. I think they're dead as dirt. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but I think they can like still like sample them, or or maybe it's just like literally like a place where the Inquisitors go to like draw on the rage and get power from. Like they're just like it's like a like a creepy basement like from Silence of the Lambs. It's like that. I ha- I haven't checked on it, but isn't it how they had that similar to how the Grand Inquisitor had, um... What oh, Jedi was uh, Illuminara yes. and Yes. Yeah, <coughs> to yeah, bait Kanan. Yeah, in Rebels. Yeah. yeah. So, like, maybe that... Maybe, like, even though they're dead, it still, like, sets off, like, a beacon in the forest and it, like, will draw people to them to, like, rescue them. Just, like, mm-hmm. with his philosophy of, like, they can't help it. So he's, like, setting up these, like, mm-hmm. honey traps or whatever. Huh. Yeah, I never... I haven't thought about that. that people think cool. they saw Mace Windu in one of the... No. But did you recognize the the the, <laughs> for the first the first individual? Yeah, it was the one yeah. who gave Ahsoka the lightsaber or helped her find a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah helped, helped her find. Yeah, that yeah, old that right. old. The guy who was like the Sebulba race, whatever Sebulba. Uh, no, no, I don't remember. No, he no, no, wasn't a dog. Oh, I thought he was. <clears throat> nope, he uh, had like that weird cane lightsaber. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like with the very uh, weird handle, like where like he where it kind of came out like a sword, but. Like, the cane was, like, the cane wasn't, like, a lightsaber. Like, it actually had, like, the two, like, old people uh, cane kind of deal. That was... That was interesting. That was, like, a Padawan with training hall on Interesting to see that, too. The, like, Padawan with training hall on still. That's so messed up. Yeah, we gotta... That was the point, I think. I was like, how did you get that? Because, like, they kill... Like, Anakin killed all the younglings at the temple. Like, I don't know, just... It's just, like... It's really weird. They didn't kill all of them. It's got to be. capture one and just put them right in the ammo. Yeah. M- yes. Well, we just we saw in the first episode that like that we one were, ran uh, off, and we're assuming yeah. one of those is Reva. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Before she gets deployed by. The I think the, the one that we saw is one that's like the same right. as Kit Fisto's race mm-hmm. thing. Uh, was it, it was like a Nodlin? Nodlin. Yeah. 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 I think that's what that was. It's just like, and then there's that big dude that I I didn't, didn't recognize the giant guy. Yeah, I didn't recognize him either. Yeah. I mean, at first, I thought it was... It um, like a barbarian or something. Maybe, maybe it might be, like, set up for other Star Wars shows. And, like, and yeah. one lady looked just like... She looked like Seer from Fallen Order, but with longer hair. Which, oh. Which would track, like, maybe it means, like, between Fallen Order and now she gets captured and, like, gets put in this thing. And maybe That's true. Because like, that'll draw Calcastus <clears throat> maybe to, like, try to free her if they're not dead. I don't know. I, uh, one of them looked like her. It looked like Seer. <sighs> so I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, yeah, that was kind of a highlight of, like, oh, this is kind of cool and mysterious. Yeah. And then, like, obviously th- a cool scene was, like, it, it was cool in the same way that, like, the uh, throne room scene is cool in, in The Last Jedi, when, like, he, like, turns off the lights to rescue Leia, and then, like, he, he like, you know, chops the two guys. But it's, did, like... Yes. Yeah, did yes. You, did you, but it's did the, you get that vibe? Mm-hmm. From the, um... It, uh, the Force Unleashed Force trailers. Killer, yeah. The, the second one. The Starkiller. But, like, it's... But I don't, like... In the prequels, they picked droids because they could just slice them up. Yeah. And it wasn't as violent. 
but like I don't like the baseball bat physics in both Fallen Order and in this show because this is like I think the first time we've seen in live action stormtroopers like getting hit with a lightsaber <laughs> like in anything yeah so I like, think you're right, but, right. And, like he like hits them twice and it almost bounces off them <clears throat> I don't understand is it their armor or like it sh- they should just I think it's kind of like the... Um, in Star Wars lore, <clears throat> with lightsabers, there is like an effect where a lightsaber won't actually cut through something. <clears throat> and that's also referenced in Return of the Jedi when Luke bashes his lightsaber <clears throat> trying to get at Vader in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. He hits it, it doesn't go through. Then he goes to the other side, hits it, doesn't go through. Then he starts wailing on Vader, goes through it, and then he cuts his hand and the rail. So there, within like the... Star Wars physics with lightsabers there's like some kind of like energy loop or something like that in the blade that it won't actually cut through something it, so you, sli- you can't you, so you can't act, but how do they slice up all the, the droids the battle droids easily they're just like going through those like butter that's what I thought would happen to a stormtrooper and that's what happens like in the games except for Fallen Order like in, in Jedi Academy right you just slice yeah. through people easily uh-huh. it's not canon but like I don't know just it had the Fallen Order physics well, so like why does it take me five hits to kill a freaking scout well, trooper in this game right and it's kind of the same idea like I don't know yeah but well, if you cool, but, yeah if you actually look at the um, scene in uh, the Mandalorian where Luke Skywalker is going through the uh, yeah. um, dark troopers hall- hallway like, the lightsaber didn't go, couldn't really go all the way through, like, one of the dark dark troopers, so. I, I think it's kind of, and plus, like, battle droid, um, like, anatomy, they're th- very thin. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, in, and also in uh, episode three, when Obi-Wan is uh, cutting through super battle droids, like, it kind of, he kind of did, like, one half, like, right here, like, on its, like, uh... Like upper chest body, plate. but it didn't go all the way through. But, it like, could, the legs, like, the I, legs and arms... I like, could be wrong on this, but I think that they're actually filming a lot of the stuff with, like, the Force FX, like, lightsabers. Yeah. I mean, right. it looked like like somebody, like, he physically hit the guy... With and it bounced armor, off. And it bounced off in physical real world, because you can't obviously make a real lightsaber that cuts through a real person. But, like, but then they just didn't do anything about that. Like, it was, like, yeah. Sit or whatever. Like, even if you do, like, a real, like, if you do, like, a real sword effect, like, it'll chop, like, halfway into you, but that's all, like, a special effect. But, like, in, I don't know. Like, I just, it had, it's like, this is the thing I didn't like about Fallen Order was, like, the, it takes five hits to kill a stormtrooper, and, like, they just did it here again. And, like, I want to see, like, battle droid style. Like, Isn't I want to see the same things get chopped into pieces easily. Skywalker Saga, you can't kill a stormtrooper with one swipe of a lightsaber. Yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> like, this shouldn't be the But same. I mean, but it's, it's, it's consistently inconsistent. It's consistently disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> that's an opinion. What I but it's not, it's not inconsistent. <laughs> I want battle droid violence with stormtroopers. This is, this is, this is the HBO, so whatever. <laughs> Alright. Justin, was there anything else you want to add add to that, or? Um, not that I can think of. Um, but at, at the same time, it's like okay, I'm 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 impressed that we've had like really good three, uh, solid episodes in my opinion. Um, I know that's already a controversial statement in a, um, amongst uh, a lot of fans, but so far I'm really enjoying the show still. Um, this episode's just kind of a. Uh, one one dent, but it's still good, um, and I uh, can't wait. To, still can't wait to see what happens next. Aaron, swinging the mic over to you. You're a Nazi. Okay. Um, 
Well, I'll I'll try to counteract some of the <laughs> doom and gloom in the room. Oh, please do. Um, I will say that I do think that the two, my two, it definitely felt rushed. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. some of the some of the plot just moved way too fast, and I don't. There's no, I can't possibly know why. I do think, mark my words, I'm, I will stake my life on this almost, that I think that it's possible that this was a shorter episode, maybe they took some stuff out, because consistent with a lot of other Star Wars stuff, the last two episodes really end up being almost like a two-hour movie. And I think there's a high probability that we're going to get close to two solid hours of yeah. content in the last two episodes. And if that's the case, I don't think too many of us are going to be worried about this 38-minute episode. If if they, you know, don't keep killing us slowly with 40-minute episodes. <laughs> yeah. um, the first episode was 55 minutes. So yeah. I do think that we're going to get plenty of content in the last two episodes. Although I will say that when I turned on my TV this morning and saw 38, I was like, damn <laughs> Because <laughs> um, you know it's like 32 with like the preview and the, yeah. and the credits are and, five minutes long. And it definitely felt like it moved too fast. Um, there were points, especially in the beginning, where it was just moments for the sake of moments to just get to the rescue effort. Um, having said that, I, can't, I mean, like that sequence where they're paralleling them in the Bacta tank. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Like, to me, that is, like, there are no words for that kind, those kinds of sequences. Like, that's incredible. Like, it was very well put was, together. That was, like, like, that's the kind of stuff that we've been waiting for. Like, yep. to have, and, and, it, and it's consistent with some of the things about Vader in the previous episode and the fact that he's not interested in killing Obi-Wan right away. He wants to, he wants him to experience pain, he wants him to experience suffering, um, and then we see them suffering in the same way, at the same time. And I thought that was just powerful. But, then they ended it. And like, and then he was out of the tank, and he was fine. Yeah. So, but, it, so it was, it felt very rushed. Um, other than that, the only other gripe I have is that absolutely ridiculous hide layout under the coat. It was just <laughs> like that was the only moment in four episodes where I was taken out of the sequence. Where I was like, "What? Is this like Looney Tunes or what is this? Like they should have just they should have just put her on his shoulders and had him." Watch. That's why I said that. Kind of like Austin Powers, where he's like riding on top of Mini Me, and that yeah, that's from. Lost I, no, no wonder it's been seeing that lately on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was the only moment in four episodes where I was just like, <laughs> I'm, I can't ignore. That's what I'm saying. Put her, put her in a gong droid. Put her in an R2 unit or something. Like kind of like what they did with BB-8, where they put the treasure yeah. on top of them. Do something. That, like that. that made sense. Yeah, like, yeah. That and and sense. I don't know if they were trying to make that. it. If it was trying, like, did they think that we were supposed to take that seriously? Was that supposed to be a comic relief? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But neither of those happened. Yeah. It was just it bad. It wasn't funny. It was just it wasn't. It, was it just too crazy to be serious, and it was right. like not funny. At yeah, it just funny. it didn't fit with what was happening. They're just like, oh, we need to be able to get her from point A to the hangar, 
I mean, without he, anyone going, hey, how did she just walk out? So like, well, I'll just throw a coat around her and like. That's but that was, it was <laughs> Obi Wan looked ridiculous. Yeah, he, he, um, he looks funny with that. He looked like I mean, this guy. It was it was it was the one moment in the episode where I was just like, just wow, okay, <laughs> that was terrible. Um, but it, but I would say that in the four episodes, that's the only time that I felt that way, where I was just completely taken out of of the the sequence. What I just kind of realized something. And maybe that might hurt people's uh, uh, opinion. Like, uh, it might like kind of take away some innocence out of the show. But um, how were they able to fit four people into yes. a snowspeeder? Yes. Why would you pick a snowspeeder as your rescue vehicle? Well, I mean, it's how two, do they fit three of them? Two like, adults, two adults and, a and a kid in the back seat of the. Well, you saw very clearly when you make it work. The doors <laughs> open differently. Those oh, yeah, that, did, that not, it did not open like yeah, this. It, it opened open. Yeah, it opened from, on both sides. Kind of like a suit. Uh, it's a bigger one or something? Like, I mean, there's be. nothing that says that that's exactly the same ship in Empire Strikes Back. It was it cool to see like that. Which is that kind of are. He's like, oh, because he referenced them when they're at the base. Like, oh, we have T-47s. And I'm like, well, that's a snowspeeder. Like, it's Chekhov's snowspeeder. We're going to see that later. Huh. Unlike Chekhov's I guess I was up there. Like, where are the TIE fighters? Should they be patrolling and, like, shooting down any craft coming in? I don't know. What am I? These, these Imperials are so incompetent. Ridiculous. It's crazy. Now they just went there for a
because they do have a special relationship, even different than Luke and, and Obi-Wan's relationship, which is like the master Padawan. But like, you're seeing why she named her kid Ben. Yep. Like, that's mm-hmm. great. I like that stuff. And that the ending was good, right? I think that... But like that, just like, I'm like, oh yeah, like they're backing themselves in these corners. Here, here would be my, my pushback to that. That is not any more egregious than the other gaping plot holes in the original trilogy. There's so many examples of stuff like that. I mean, take your pick. Like, I'm Your Father is probably one of the biggest plot holes. Like, there, there's, it's very clear when you watch the yeah. original movie that Darth Vader is not Luke's father. And then the next movie, he is. And then in the first movie, it's very clear that Leia is not Luke's sister. And then he kisses her in the second movie, and in the third movie, Not just a little it's his sister. For luck, like this was like a full on like. And I guess my jokes. my pushback on a lot of that is that just like, I mean, I could I could like rattle off so many examples, and you could say, well, George George Lucas did it mm-hmm. from the originals to the prequels. He ditched his own canon. So like, I feel like that emphasis. Well, I understand it, and sometimes it's hard to ignore, but I've been doing that. Like, that's the only way I've been able to enjoy Star Wars is to ignore the fact that, like, like we were talking about, like, the whole thing, like, where, you know, uh, Yoda, was, I, at least for me, like, the oh, entire yeah. time I was watching the original trilogy, I was under the impression that Yoda was Obi-Wan's master. Yeah. And then the first time I see Star Wars in the you prequels, it's Qui-Gon Jinn. Who's Qui-Gon Jinn? Yeah. I've never heard of this person before, and he's Obi-Wan's master now. So I could either... Now, Obi Wan had Yoda as a youngling, technically. Yeah, but young, yeah. But, yeah. but let's call, be clear, that's that's call not what they meant. That is yeah, not what they meant. Right. <laughs> it's like technically, like it, so. Anytime you have to say technically, that means they broke camp. Yeah, and he says pupil <laughs> instead of Padawan because they didn't invent the word Padawan until like the, I don't know, Attack of right. Clones, maybe. Or I guess. And, maybe, and I'm not even yeah. I'm not even defending those errors. Like sometimes I still think George Lucas. It's like, dude, what the like? How did you? Did you just decide he didn't care yeah. that that's what you said in the first three movies or not? So I guess for me, like it's like that's just been so much a part of Star Wars for so long that, and and I think it's also a part of, you know, these people. I really do believe that the people who are creating these shows are trying really hard. I don't think they're being careless. I don't think they're just like, ah, whatever, I'm canon schman and I don't care. Just make a good show or whatever. I think it's like how do you how do you stay consistent with canon that isn't consistent? It's impossible. Like there's no way to, you I mean, know. I mean, did you see the article that is making the way, making the rounds? Where it's, it's an interview with the writer of the show, and in his quote, what he said makes it seem like he wasn't sure if Kenobi knew that Anakin was Vader, and if he had to be like. Oh, I had to call Pablo Hidalgo to, like, verify that. Like, well, I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Like, the, the guy didn't seem like he knew. Like, have you seen Revenge of the Sith? Like, I don't know. It's, like, baffling. Again, like, the writer doesn't seem to know the story. I, I think that that, that is... I know, and I know that there's the arguments out there, like, about... I think, I think you have to rem, you have to remember, like... These people have. These are the people. They, they work in Hollywood. They have jobs. People got. I got. We got to find a writer. Okay, who wants to write this? And they can't. 
only choose people who don't need to some help with the storyline. Like, yes, I mean, that might be a more obvious one, but I think that in general, I guess my, my concern with some of the reactions to a lot of the stuff Disney is doing is that it's like, because Star Wars is that part of what makes Star Wars Star Wars is its own inconsistency. It is its own decision making to retcon things or create a plot twist that betrays a previous, previously established storyline. And so then you ask someone to come in who's probably not even as big of a Star Wars fan as we are, but I also wouldn't want anybody to hire me to be the screenwriter because right. I don't know how to write this stuff. And so I think that it would be nigh unto impossible to make a show like this without doing something that's going to break the consistency. I mean, it would be like literally walking on eggshells to, to, to do everything perfectly so that it doesn't rub up against any perceived canon. Like, I think the example of Leia is a good one. Like, it's like, like, does it, do we ever really, do we really, can we really say that it's canon that she absolutely positively does not know in A New Hope that that's the guy who rescued her in this show? Well, it doesn't really matter because that movie was made 40 plus years ago and nobody knew right. what, that there was going to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi show 45 years ago. So we either, they either had to figure out a way to tell that, so they could have chosen to just not include Leia at all and come up with a completely different storyline, but they chose to include Leia. So if you're going to choose to include Leia, the chances that you could then write a six-episode story where somehow, even though she has spent the entire series almost with Obi-Wan, that she somehow doesn't realize that that's the same guy that she sent R2-D2 to, to, to for the Death Star plans, it's like, that's almost impossible. Right. So it's like, well, you got to... Pick, you know, where do you want to make little compromises with canon? I don't know. Like, yeah, like, I wouldn't want to be the person to make that decision because no matter what decision you make, somebody's going to be like, what the f*** are you doing? Like, like, and someone else is going to go, that was amazing! You know, get this, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, having said that, going back to the show, um, I love the, the Obi-Wan and Anakin back to tank thing. That was like... I'd say top three moments in the entire show so far. Just even those brief moments. That's those wild. Um, I didn't care for the brief, like, two-minute dispute session, and I found O'Shea Jackson's character to be not convincing at all. Um, I, I just was like, I just was like, who are these people? And then before you could figure out who they were, they were gone. And. I don't know that that's important to the rest of the story. I think we're, we were thinking, like you said, like I heard a lot of people speculating, like, oh, the Jedi Underground Railroad. And they were like, no, that's not even a thing, really, because we're going to the fortress. So it was like, there it was. Um, yeah, who thought it was going to play? I think, I think one of the things I was most impressed by the, in this episode that I think... Like, I've never seen a child actress in a scene, like the scene she had with Riva, and she, it was almost perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, that was a 10-year-old, nine, she was nine at the time, yeah, a nine-year-old yeah. girl 
in those scenes with one-on-one with Moses Ingram, and it was, like, incredible. I thought that was some of the best child acting I've ever seen. Like, it was, like, it could have been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it could have been horrible. Could have been Macaulay Culkin, Holmes. Yeah, it could have been something that you just have to really shut out of your mind, but instead it was totally mesmerizing. Imagine if it was Omega instead. <laughs> right, like I, I, I mean, like that was. This is the best child acting or animation voice acting I've ever seen in Star Wars, by far. That this blows Jake Lloyd out of the water. Like this, and that those scenes in particular, like they had to both be able, like it couldn't just be Moses Ingram right. being a badass and her just kind of like goofing off or being giddy or or, or or being really fake scared. Right, yeah. which is so many times you see kid actors fake scared and it's just cringy. She, she like is right there going toe to toe with her in that scene, and it's like, wow. Like, I thought that was that was one of the highlights of the of the episode that I thought was a very consistent progression for her character. Um, and it's really hard to convince people that a nine year old or a ten year old can be that way and she convinced me um which i thought made reva's character then all the more like that for me like you were saying like i thought this was the episode where reva really it's like damn like she is just she is just like a wannabe vader evil like she's there's nothing she won't do to accomplish what she wants and for her to order personally the torture of a ten-year-old—it's like what? So speaking of like what, what? How well do you think they're conveying what Vader wants? What is Vader's through line? So revenge, hundred percent well, revenge. So going into this episode, it's ambiguous as to why he let Obi Wan go, and we were speculating last week that it's because like he wanted a more fair fight, or he wanted to like savor it more or whatever or he just saw that they had help so he's like okay well I'm gonna snuff out these rebels while I'm, while I'm at it Wait. then he gets mad at Reva for letting them go so I thought he wanted did the, did he letting he, them go in which episode she, she he was episode. about to kill her and she said I let him go on purpose and I have a tracking beam and he's like I underestimated you it's like you were pissed about about her letting them go but you let him go last episode like, do you want him gone or no? You like, what do you want? <laughs> That's very confusing to me. Like, what does Vader want? Does he want Obi Wan now or ever or what? I thought always. I was always under the impression that he doesn't want a quick finish. Yep. To that, mm-hmm. he's like, because you gotta you gotta put it in the perspective of, and I think this was part of the point of some of the the sequences with Vader. It's like he is in a state of perpetual suffering for 10 years and he's just like I think that and I think this is the thing that I like one of the things I like the most about this series and this episode in the end when we, when we see Vader which I'm really glad we saw very little of him in this episode that they didn't keep dosing us with Vader which I think was another thing I liked about this episode is that they we got our big dose of Vader and then they Pull them back, and they're like, nope, just a little bit, you know, because we know we're getting yeah. a lot more. Um, but there's not, there is not a smidgen of Anakin in, in this story. 
mean, he's just gone. He's he is murderous. Like from the sequence where he threatens Riva at the beginning of the third episode to what he does at the end of the third episode to, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Vader, I think the point of the tomb scene was, that's Vader's thing. Like, that's not the Inquisitor's just like, I don't think Vader cares, but I want to collect these dead Jedi. Like, I think that's Vader's thing. And I think it's Vader's, like, it's consistent with his cruelty, with his anger, with his, like, they have take, they have decided to take the, the through line of Anakin and say, he's gone. So he is absolutely gone. If, if the next two episodes, one of two trajectories, we're either going to see Obi-Wan realize, like, the two paths are Obi-Wan is like, yeah, Anakin's gone and Vader needs to go, because we know Obi-Wan eventually ends up there. Like in the original trilogy, he's there. He's like, you must kill him. <laughs> There's no more Anakin. Anakin's he killed your father, right? Or to get to that point, is he gonna go like, oh, there's still good in him? Like Padme believed there was good in him, and I'm gonna for her try to get him back. Either way, they haven't done the groundwork for either of those plot lines, in my opinion. Like Kenobi's, like if now they focus on like, what what is Kenobi gonna do about Vader? They haven't done enough of like the groundwork narratively for either outcome. It's going to come out of left field if he's like, I'm going to save Vader, because everything they've been showing us is that he's irredeemable. And they haven't like given us anything of Kenobi's processing around that. Even like talking to Leia, like he wasn't, like, he wouldn't really talk to her about that. He knows that that's her dad. But like, there's been no gears turning, or no visible or anything. Like, I don't know, just we don't know. I think, I think, I mean, I think they just so. haven't spent four episodes like setting up this encounter that we're going to have that I don't know which way it's going to go and either way it goes that it's like unearned like they haven't been depositing in the bank for this payoff I feel like I feel like it's absolutely clear that Vader's intention is to um, terrorize Aunt Obi-Wan like flat out it's not about any it's, he wants to he wants him to experience fear mental anguish, physical pain, and I don't even, I'm not even certain that Vader has any endgame for killing him. I, I don't know what, like, what I see, what we see is nothing but cruelty, nothing but a desire to inflict harm and torture, and he's angry, he blames Obi-Wan for every, all the pain and suffering he's gone through for the last ten years, like to me, that's consistent, and I think yeah. I think Beautiful. Vader's groundwork yeah. is very yes. clear. I agree with that. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And the conflict, perhaps of, and Obi Wan's only real expression, at least the only thing I've seen that I think is consistent through the four episodes is he's scared shitless. Like he's horrified. He doesn't know what to do. He's from the moment that he finds out Anakin is alive and that he's Darth Vader, his primary response is like he's scared because he knows that. He's not ready mentally or physically to deal with this and confront that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he didn't even, he thought in the show, without getting into a debate about how or why, for 10 years that Anakin was dead. And now he finds out not only is he alive, but he's Darth Vader. And the first time he sees him in person, he's just a murderous terror and there's nothing that can yeah. stop him. 
And I think that that's, that's been consistent to me anyway for the first four episodes. Like I've never felt like I'm not really sure where Vader's coming from. I think it's been yeah, pretty cool. obvious. And I think Obi-Wan's response, whether it's good or bad, or whether it fits into the last two episodes, has been consistent. He's, he's scared, he's insecure, he's, he's just, I don't, how do I, I don't know what to do. Um, I think that it would be best if he doesn't try to, doesn't insinuate that he thinks Anakin is good or that he thinks he can turn him. I think it's going to be more uh, more saddened to the power. death. Like, I need to take yeah, this guy like in the out. temple, when you saw the recording, and Yoda was like, gone, gone your apprentices, right. Vader, he's become destroying me, monster. I think that's even in the flashbacks or yeah. maybe in the intro, like... And then he went and did that. He's like, you must go to Mustafar and defeat him. And then Obi-Wan thought he did that. Right. But now he's like, oh, the job isn't finished. i got to finish this. And they're, setting, they're, they're giving you through, I think, in the, in the first four episodes, like, all the justification you need on Obi-Wan's part that he would want to kill him. Like, I mean, there's nothing, yeah. there's nothing about how Vader's behaving that would, in, in, that would insinuate that Obi-Wan could say, hmm, well, maybe I could redeem him. Right. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Like, so if they did do that, then yes, I would agree. But then we'd be like, well, gosh, why? He's a yeah, yeah, monster. So that's what I'm worried about, is that they're just going to, out of left field, have Obi-Wan try one more try. That would be a mistake. Or have another character, like, just like with every other Disney show we've seen, the kid is like, hey, Hunter, do the right thing. So Blade's going to be like, oh, do the right thing. Obi-Wan, don't kill him. I, I, I know. Think so. <laughs> I think I think that, I think, that dead, so. I think the power of the... Well, I won't speculate about the last two episodes, but I will say that for me, like, even though this episode we really didn't get too much more of Obi-Wan and Anakin or Obi-Wan and Vader, but we did get, what we did get of Vader, like, was even more of that, like like you said, like, just, like, the way he just, like, almost, like, 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 blitzes the camera and just, like, <laughs> like, and it's, like, and it's, like, you just see that, like, like, and I thought that was really effective because I think that, I think that what a lot of people are, like, if Vader is, is going, like, a thousand percent from the first time you see him in this series until the end, then I think that would be more disappointing. I think it's, they're building it up, and they're, they're, they're just planting that, and I think by the time we get to the last episode, it is going to be that, but if it was that the whole time, I think yeah. then it'd be like, okay, well... That was just, you know, like, balls to the wall Vader, the yeah, whole, It's like you know, the God Mode character in the game. It's just, like, not, it's like it's not fun to play on God Mode. I so think like it's Vader more just, fun. If Vader is OP the whole time, you're like, oh, this is no fun. I loved how he toyed with him in that third episode. That's, what I, that's, yeah, where, I'm, yeah. that's where I was, like, I'm not sure what people, like, I think people just, like, there's only one way I wanted to see Vader, and I didn't see it, so it was bad. It's like, but, but, like yeah. he's toying with, he, he doesn't even put both hands on the lightsaber. Yeah. He's just, like... He's, Swatting at He's him, saying, right, like, what have you got after ten years? Oh, this is disappointing. Like the years have made you. Yeah, like yeah, he's he's true. Yeah, he he's totally. And then he's and then he's like, yeah. I think I think all of that is consistent. I do think, fair enough. Like at the end of the third episode, there is that moment where, I mean, like, could Vader have? I mean, he, he literally just, out just put out the fire. He could have put it out again. Yes. He could have gone and could finished the job. He could have froze the droid. He could have. I think it's a combination of. The show's not over yet, <laughs> and that we we that that is that is the motivation. Vader is not going for the quick, easy quick finish and kill. Yeah. He's 
he's he's he says in that scene, I'm this is just the beginning of your pain or your whatever. Your suffering. But yeah. I, I don't know why he spared Riva. Like he already told her, if you fail me, you're dead. And she was like, Oh, I put a tracker. He's like, Okay, great, snap, I'll follow the tracker. I don't need you anymore. What does he need her for? He doesn't need her. And he now looks weak in front of everyone else because he like, Oh, I said I'd kill you if you failed me, and you failed me, and I didn't kill you, so now I'm like complete. I, I would disagree with that. I think he's actually toying with the other inquisitors at mm-hmm. that point. I would also disagree with that because of the way he got up in Reva's face. And because of how they filmed that, it was like he towers over her. So any any chance that there's no chance that she's going to go after Vader. There's right. no chance that any of the Inquisitors are going to go after him. There's no chance the three of them are going to try to team up against Vader. So the way, just the way he presents himself, how he talks, how he get, gets up in Reva's face, how and how that is shot, it's just that's that's the boss. You you you're not going to. But I, I get what you're like. It is consi- like in most other scenarios, Vader just like you screwed up. Like Force chart, next guy. I'm a parent. If I say what's going to happen if you cross the line, and you cross the line, and I don't follow through with the discipline, I said all the other siblings around. No, oh, that's the boundary, and it's the boundary isn't where he said it is. It's past that because he just let that slide. Right. But I think I in think front of in, in the scene though she because so granted like they did escape and so in quote in those in that sense she failed. Yeah. But then she says I put a tracker on him. And it's like, okay, well, what's Vader's motivation? He wants Obi-Wan. She just told him the one and only way that he's going to still have a chance to track him down. But if Obi-Wan has two brain cells, he's going to take her back to Alderaan, and then the trail's dead because the droid is with her on Alderaan. Or not Obi-Wan doesn't know what the trail is. Why would he take her anywhere but Alderaan at this point? Well, here's the thing. But we don't know where he's going to take her. I hope she'd take her. He's just riding on that freighter. I hope they're going to Alderaan. They better not go anywhere else with her. They're probably going back to Jabim. Then he's going to try to have try to figure out how to get back to Alderaan. Unless yeah, but, he's but got... But for the sake of this conversation, since we don't know anything about what's going to happen, I think it does make sense that Vader would spare her in the sense that she's, still she, she's the most him. direct link. And I do think that there's two things that are consistent. Number one is, at least from my recollection of the Inquisitors in Rebels and the comics, which is that... I mean, we were talking about this last night. Like The, the Inquisitors are like a bunch of feuding middle schoolers and then Vader's just like the freshman in high school who knows how to manipulate them and he's completely in control of the situation and every decision that he makes is only he doesn't give two two ounces of piss about any of them but if, if he can get what he wants through any of them he will and if he can't then he doesn't care and I think that that's fairly consistent. But he's rewarding her with her with that insolence or he's rewarding her going rogue, kidnapping and torturing a senator's daughter, which was already a boundary that didn't want to be crossed. Like well, he might not imagine, even, like, he if, might not even know about that part. Yeah. Well, there's two, two number one, he may not know. Number two, I'm not sure I'm not and maybe I'm just missing it, but wh- who said that that can't be done? The grand inquisitor was all upset that she was going was using Leia as bait. And she's like, and remember, he came in her face like, you can't do that. Like, you don't have, you know. Right, but that's not, I don't think that came from Vader. Right. 
No. The Grand Inquisitor is like Reed of the political situation. Mm -hmm. So I guess is Vader above that, where he's like, whatever. If it yeah. gets out there, I like, literally don't think. I think Vader just he's yeah, like, but the Emperor he doesn't care, like, dude. Like I've got an empire to manage. Like I would have loved to see like or hear about Palpatine like that pulling been a cool the leash scene. on Vader, like pulling him back, like to see that even Vader's on a leash. We need to see that a little bit, like calm, cool your jets, like right, like to see even even Vader has someone to get. I've, I've, I've been in the comics. Vader does go off his leash, and then Emperor Palpatine goes, "Well done." Right? I mean, like some, he, he, he literally tries to raise up an army to overthrow Palpatine, then he squanders it, and then goes, "Cool." Because nice that's the way. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I'm saying, like, like <laughs> I don't think, that, and I, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess. I mean, like, it, by the time we get to A New Hope, I mean, like, clearly the Emperor's plan was always to dissolve the Senate, and the yeah. final nail in that coffin was the Death Star. So right. I don't know that, from a political standpoint, at this point, I don't know. We don't. This is clearly not a show that right. delves into the politics very much. So we don't know, like, how much does the Emperor care what yeah. anybody in the Senate thinks? Mm. I'm not sure. But clearly, like, ten years have gone by, so it's entirely possible that he doesn't care what anybody, you know. And I, I don't think, I think that Vader is, like, more, his, he's kind of like, he's not a micromanager, in my in my opinion, like he's like he's like okay, I've got all these vicious people, you know, they're all, you know, any any way that they quabble, you know, like their rivalries serve his end, which is to, in this case, get Obi Wan, and so I don't think he cares necessarily. Like even if people listen to him, it's like he's more interested in like hey, if, if all of your bickering and quabbling and whoever whoever decides to just you know, be the more off the rails person. If it if it if it serves my purpose of getting Obi Wan, I want to believe that, but that's not what we've been shown. Like he was he was upset that Kenobi got away initially, but she was like, "Oh, that was the Grand Inquisitor's fault." And then he was like, "Okay, well, if you fail me, then you're dead." But if maybe she said it was the Grand Inquisitor's yeah, fault. Yeah, she blamed it on on the Grand Inquisitor as to why Kenobi got away the first time, and he was mad about that. Then, I thought she just blamed no, Obi Wan for killing the Grand Inquisitor, yeah. mm -hmm. or, which involved like Obi Wan killed the Grand Inquisitor. That's why he got away because he he, he killed him, and they got away. And Vader, like she had to answer for why Kenobi got away, and then Vader has Kenobi and lets him go. Isn't mad about that, and then Kenobi gets away again, and she and he's mad, but doesn't punish anyone. But the actress like the actions are different than what we are all reading into how he is. Like, we're not seeing that. We're reading into that. We're, we're superimposing our view of what, who Vader is against, like, what's being shown as far as actions and words in the show. And it's not consistent. Like, we're, we're you know what I mean? Like, we're putting yeah. a spin on, we're like, we're, we're doing the PR spin for Vader to be something different than what we're being the, the only thing that is. I would argue against that is that, the, the, you already hinted to it, Aaron, that, the one thing Vader wants most is Kenobi. Well, did he know Kenobi? Like, did he? Does he now learn? Is he kind of learning as the show is coming out that oh, Kenobi? Like, did he? Did he think he was out there? Did he like wonder what happened to him? And like, oh, he's suddenly reemerged. Like now, I'm laser focused on him. Or is he? Always no, he says in the show he's been obsessed. He's with been searching him. with him for ten years. Okay, he's been mm -hmm. for from him. from mm -hmm. the. Yeah. From the because Anakin knows that that's Anakin had he never had a reason quest. to believe that Obi Wan was dead, yep. right? Because he saw him survive Order sixty six, come to Mustafar, yeah, and 
kill him. Yep. And in the show, they say, you know, he's been hunting. Reeves says it. He's been hunting you the whole time. Yeah. He's, been hunting he's like you the top of the deck time. of the most wanted list. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's implied in the in the earlier episodes, like that. Um, and I, I still think that there's a lot that we don't know yet about. I think we we can't understand fully the relationship between Riva and maybe even Riva and, and Vader yet because there's a lot of questions there that I don't yeah, think we've that's answered. That's another thing that's frustrating is like all of these side like these statements she's saying either to Leia or to herself. I'm like, there's a flashback. Like insert flashback here. Like you're like I used to have a droid once. It was taken from me along with everything else. Cute flashback. Like. I'm interested in know what's going on here. If we don't get it, I'm gonna be like, "What the heck? Like, you're just teeing all this up for like this mysterious backstory that you know." I think as you're as you're saying but that, I'm just hearing like, all these people who are, like, I don't who are bitching that. about yeah, all yeah. the flashbacks in the book of Boba. <laughs> yeah, and they yeah. be like, "I don't want to care. I don't care about Reva's backstory." But it's like, I like that would make I don't know. That makes the character better if it's like. I think there's a lot of situations where where it's it's done without explicit flashbacks. I think like mm-hmm. the scene where she says in the first episode when she makes that speech about the Jedi and how yes. they forsake that she's talking about herself yeah and I think there's other examples of that where it's like and I think we will eventually find out that it was Reva in the beginning of the show yeah and that there's I think that that's it's being done more like in a more subtle way than just like giving us the scene yeah. and, and maybe yep. we'll still get it but I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Like, she's like, she feels like the Jedi abandoned her. That they. If she wants to know, if she wants to know the information that she thinks Leia knows, you know who would know that? The pilot you killed, (laughs) that she was meeting. Like, Reva killed the pilot at the end of the tunnel. That guy would have known where to go. Like, that mind meld that guy's. Probably did happen. Work, work yeah. out for her. So. I did like how yeah. Leia like yeah. like naturally knew how to resist the Force Pro or whatever. Like you can tell, like which hints to uh, like, like force episode four. Yeah, I'm totally fine with yeah. that. Like she is able to resist interrogation like naturally from the mm-hmm. Force. Like that was cool. Like she tr- Reva tried to brain meld her and it didn't work. But, like just like Ray. Yeah, Ray had the same ability. And to kind of go to counter it. To go back to what you talked about with like Vader, we know Kenobi's like number one thing he wants, other other than. Bring yeah, bring in like Padme back. <laughs> bring a Padme back from the dead. But right. so you have Vader or you have Kenobi and then other Jedi. Yeah. Because that's basically what he yeah. would do. He's hunt Jedi. Because if you could get like Kenobi's body up on the on the propaganda posters, right. like that would be analyzing for everyone else. So what what Reva says is she put a tracker on the ship mm-hmm. and it'll lead them to the was it the way or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Yeah. The path. The, the, path. the path. And then will know where their base is. So, from Vader's perspective, she's getting results. These other two aren't. Yeah, they I didn't th- do jack yeah, those squat. Guys right. I threatened her, where were they? but she's getting results. Yeah. And he challenges her. He goes, are you certain Like the tracking yeah. beacon is with him? She's like 100%. Where, where, yeah. where it goes, he'll, he'll be or something. Yeah, it'll say. follow or yeah. something like that. Right. <clears throat> to so, me, that, that I took that as, oh, okay, well then... Don't kill her. Yep. Because she's getting results. She's 100% sure. And she knows her life is on the line still. I think that, I think there is another, the other part of it is that I do, I mean, we don't know again, but like, there's something else maybe going on with Reva. Yeah. And and 
there was there was some I forgot who said this, but um, I thought it was really interesting that there are a lot of parallels to her and Anakin. Yes. In a way. Yeah. Uh, it is true. How, how did being held back and yeah, passionate, impulsive, like over. I think. Smarter, I think if you if yeah. you think about this show, take Reva out of this show. Kenobi's back in tattoo. And have like the Grand Inquisitor <laughs> stand in for her almost, or any other. Or, I mean, or, or take Reva. Like Reva is just the stand. She's she is the the. She's like driving the plot. She's the one chasing the plot down the road. Yeah, like she's the one that's <laughs> like pushing. Yeah. Pushing the action. Everyone else is reacting to her actions. Right, and and I don't think it would have worked if you just had Vader directly, personally, being in that position. And I don't think it would work if it was just. I mean, I don't even know. Like, Kenobi's in no place to make the agent. Like, Kenobi's not going to drive it. Right, right. If you left him, if you take Reva out or the Inquisitors out, and Reva's a stand-in for all the aggressiveness of the Inquisitors. Then Obi Wan has no reason to. It's Reva who engineers the kidnapping. Yeah. It's Reva who hires the bounty hunters. It's Reva who, you know, yeah. even keeps she. Every time she doesn't listen to the other Inquisitors, it works. Yeah, like she's yeah, always. If she had done what they wanted her. Right on. Then everything would have right like, fallen apart. Right, yep. nothing would have advanced. And she's she's and, yeah, she's and Obi Wan would have just gotten all gunnered <laughs> all around, and he'd be back cutting the meat and. Be like, I think I normal. think part of. <laughs> Part of it is also that, like, I mean, for, I mean, I have my own expectations, right? Like, like when you watch the original trilogy, I, for for decades, I, in my head canon, Obi Wan was just living on Tatooine, and nothing else happened. And then when I saw Revenge of the Sith, in my head canon, he drops off Luke, he rides off, and he's just gonna literally sit in that hut yep. for forty years. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and like, and that was it, right? And then there was that one now Legends novel, but in that novel it was very different from this show. Oh, he, yeah. He's only, he doesn't leave, the, doesn't, doesn't leave the planet. He just like right. helps us on the random farm. Right, yeah. and that story's great. That's one of my favorite yeah, novels. Yeah, so good. But, but if you're gonna tell this story, yeah. which is, I mean, let's be clear. Like, if you're gonna tell this story without even getting into the details, then. You just need to just leave your cannon at the door. Like, I mean, this is way past anything. Like, he's with Leia the whole time. He breaks out his lightsaber on an Imperial installation. (laughs) Like, I mean, he's not... Everybody knows there's Obi-Wan now. Yeah, but they don't survive seeing his lightsaber, so it's okay. (laughs) I will say say this. Like, first of all, like, I, I, I I gotta go pull back and say, like, the vast majority of this show, this is the best in my opinion the best cinematic cinematography special like this is the the most beautiful of the three shows in my opinion that they've done I think it's I don't think there's oh, yeah. any way you could make a, an argument that this is not this is this feels more like visually and cinematically Star Wars mm-hmm. than than Book of Boba Fett Book of Boba Fett and Bo- and and Mando frequently feel almost like empty like very sparse which is fine. I'm not Mando complaining about it. Book of Boba Fett felt the most like apex to me, like where he goes to that ring to planet the and then the N uh, one sequence. Like that episode is to me like the peak of this like streaming era as far as like the look and the feel. Really, it was a total shift from the, the four episodes before that in Book of Boba Fett. It's like it comes on, and you're like, oh yeah, this is how this is supposed to look from like right before from the 
speeder chase to that in that one episode was a, a huge shift of like, oh yeah, this is how it's supposed to look like. And this is much closer to that than it is to like the Book of Boba Fett. I think this this episode. this episode in particular, the the since most of it's on that fortress, like just it just felt and I think they Yeah, this I mean Obi-Wan's sneaking around an Imperial base. Yeah, and, and that's like totally new hope. All the stormtroopers like, faking the guys out with his like fake out all the like, they use like the, the Jedi Knight yeah. uh, video game sound effects for the force mm-hmm. sound effects and everything. It's oh, like, I, I, I loved it. I thought I thought that all of that <laughs> all of it was was really good and I think that I mean I, I would again say like that tomb sequence I think was a bold like that's dark mm-hmm. yeah they showed a dead kid like I mean that was dark and that's what I was I we haven't I haven't seen anything like that in Book of Boba Fett or Mando right. like that was this yeah. was dark stuff like 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 that and then I also just it's a small thing but like I thought those sequences where Obi-Wan like in that big dark room and then all of a sudden his yeah. lightsaber pops up he's, then he turns it off he's gone then he comes oh, around like, like oh that was that was that was to me like yeah. like that was poetic like and just so and that I think that um, seeing all of those sequences where, where Obi-Wan is getting his groove back as a Jedi mm-hmm. was I those were all I thought those were well done yeah. it looked good but it wasn't like He's at his A game. Like he's, yes, he's yeah. getting his game. He back. was like rusty, but I, he I'm wasn't not as good as I once was. But I'm good once as I ever was. That it's like that level. Like yes, it's got a few more in them. And, and I think that. I think that I think that what pulls all of this together and makes I will say that like that clearly there were moments in this episode where it was like it just it did it it felt like you were just watching a pre-planned choreographed yeah. rescue it was kind of like rebels yeah. like and that, it was like, just too like simple it's on, a, it's on a track and it's just not like quite same. right like the level of difficulty was low right. yeah. this is like busy mode in the game <laughs> right yeah. I did. like I'm on Jedi Fallen Order <laughs> yes. at you know like I'm Padawan really level, level. <laughs> yeah like this stupidest storm but it's still cool as I mean, hell like to swing your lightsaber literally is within eye shot of the troopers coming around the corner and he like jumps over out of their way and they didn't see him I'm like, come on. But I mean, I mean they they were, think, but it is a trope, I guess. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, like... They say, I can't see a thing in this helmet. Okay, fine. I think that... They better helmets. Yeah. I think that for me, too, it's like, I do think that... Um, it's poetry, it rhymes, right? Like, like how many times... I mean, we've seen yeah. stormtroopers literally look like they're walking around with their eyes sewn shut. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know, like... And I'm not saying I'm, I'm not defending that. I'm yeah. just saying that that is that is about as close to consistent. I mean, yeah. like they're consistently useless. And it's hard in this show with these legacy characters. Like we know no one's really in danger. Mm-hmm. So like it's hard to do peril with people you know. Right. It turns out. Which is which is really why amazing. I think that this show is effective because like it's, like that little sequence with Reva. Yeah. Like you know Reva's not going to kill her. Right. She's not going to die. But you're still like. Feeling the peril of this little girl, like, yeah, and yeah, and you're like, oh my gosh, right. like I care about that kid, yeah, yeah, and if I care about that kid, I, it doesn't even matter that I know she can't die, yeah, because right. I'm so pulled into like, and that's why I think that I was listening. Who was I listening to? Um, oh, it was I was listening to the Anthony Daniels book, mm-hmm. and he's he's and it was J.J. Abrams that reads the foreword, and then Anthony Daniels talks, and they both hit on the fact that like that like what made the original trilogy so magical, right, was that you fell in love with the characters. 
there was all kinds of other things to love about it, but like you fell in love with the characters. And I think personally, like you're, I'm absolutely in love with Obi Wan and Leia. Like, yeah. like I'm totally like that's that's the heart of the show. Yes, and I, I don't know that they've ever either of them have had a bad episode. Right. Like, other stuff might be going on around them. Yeah. But they are, like, you and I think is, I mean, as close to perfect as yeah. It's, even it, when things go around around him, that you might go, well, that was silly. Yeah. But he still, you still get pulled right into that. He that plays that battered, defeated. Yeah, and even when he's doing stuff in the sequences where it's like, well, that wasn't very well done, which there's plenty of that in this episode. But you're not, it didn't take me out of his performance. Yeah, right. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, and I think especially, there was much more potential for that with Leia in this episode because you put a ten-year-old, like I said, in that kind of peril for the whole episode, and like it could go so. Like, mm-hmm. that's probably one of the most risky things like, you can it's do. It's like Ezra in Rebels. Like, he's petulant. And he's like, capture a river. It's like, ugh, cringy. Like, but you know, yeah, yeah, this yeah. was not cringy. Yeah. Like, oh, she was okay. defiant, but she wasn't cringy. Right. And mm-hmm. and then she, and when, when, when Moses Ingram really was like, you know, like, I know enough about acting to know that, like, Right, it's like a, it's mm-hmm. it's a two way thing. Like like yeah. one person can be hitting a home run, and the other person doesn't know how to bounce off of that energy. It just goes yeah. south, falls flat. Yep. And she was like, it was like Clubber Lang and Rocky Bubbo and Rocky Three, and they were just like, and I never felt like there was a drop mm-hmm. in those sequences. And I think those were the most important sequences in the show, in this episode. Um, I can forgive some of the sloppiness of the the action sequences just because I just feel like if you just ignite a lightsaber I mean I don't even know if I care about it. <laughs> I think the lightsaber stuff was great I, I didn't like any of the other action I thought that was also the great. action with with what's her name Tal- Tala Tala, Tala. That, was, that was the weakest like how is this 90 pound woman part single handedly taking out two stormtroopers with an earshot of Rava who just left them it did them. cut scenes though then went right back to her but it implied that it like it was like seconds later but even even her but her performance, I think is strong. Like yeah, like she successfully like played the triple agent almost. Like she was like yes. she, she covered herself by being like, well, I'm actually a double agent. Or a double oh, agent. Right. admit you're. I am a spy, a spy for, for you. you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like well, that's just what a rebel spy would say. It's like, we're just going in circles. But like, yeah, she like BS her way out of that. But as far as, um, I actually like how she took out those stormtroopers. And here's why. One, a helmet is a snug fit. And she went for the weak point, which is like the ears. If you bash someone's ears, you're going to be disoriented, you're going to be flailing. And if you're wearing a helmet, it's, your head's going to be ringing. And if you're in a, so by her doing that, that's a, kind of why I, like, okay, he's, he's going back because you know, his ears are ringing. No, if, you're, if your ears are, you get smacked in your ears and your eyes are pregnant, tear up, all that yeah. too. You're going to be disoriented. I liked how messy it was when she was grappling over that E-11 with the other stormtrooper. So it wasn't like a clean, flashy, kung fu fight. She, she got the gun. The gun. While it was floating in the air. Yeah, she was grappling for that blaster with that stormtrooper and then popped them. So, I mean, the filming could have been maybe done a little bit differently for different angles. But I thought they played out that actually rather well. Um, I, I think I think that the the what saves any of those sequences is this is just the consistency of how. I mean I don't know like 
how do you lose to a stormtrooper? <laughs> like, right. I'm not even sure how you do it. Like, do you have to yeah, like? If the stormtrooper ever gets a good <laughs> shot at anyone, I'll be like, how? Like now? Oh, I'm not my riot. Like since when are stormtroopers? Do, do, do stormtroopers? Do, is there any confirmed kills for a stormtrooper? Yes, yeah, at the beginning of a new hope, they yes. single-handedly kill the entire squadron. They yep. lose like three guys. No, I'm See, saying I'm saying of an important character. Oh, of an important character. Yes. Uh, Bodie. Though that was a grenade throw. Yeah, yeah that was a grenade throw. Was a grenade <laughs> throw. Okay. But and the, they didn't even know he was in there, did well, they? Well, like the yeah. Death Troopers <laughs> killed uh, Baze or whatever. Right? Oh, that's right. That was Turret. a grenade. Yeah. No, oh, that they was. killed Turret first, or shot Turret off. Yeah. Was that the, the Death, Death Troopers? Troopers? They were yeah. in that bunker. Yeah. 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 yeah, but didn't they shoot the tower, like the tower beacon the first, and then that yeah. blew up, and then that... But the, the Death Troopers, oh. those are different. Yeah. Yeah. I've always... I have I have long ago... Resign myself to stormtroopers look cool. That's all I really. <laughs> that's like, that's, they're supposed to look like a skull or whatever. That was the idea. They, Skeleton. Yeah, like the immortals. Like as soon as you kill one, there's another right behind them. Yeah. Right. They're cannon fodder in the yeah. truest sense. Yeah. Like they are pure they, cannon fodder. But I just don't and know why, like dozens of them are doing wandering around the hangar at all hours. Like we need to patrol in this little eight, figure eight around the around the hangar. That's in the middle of there. an ocean. And these guys just stand here in the inquisitor's room, the meeting room, just stand there. Like, I don't know. But that's like a thing. They didn't make it as I, bad I think, as I think, I think it's getting to the point where they might be doing that on purpose. <laughs> I know, yeah. Like, I really want to see, like, I don't know. I, do, I would like to see, like, competition. I would, I want to see badass stormtroopers. Yeah. I see, but I, I don't think we're ever going to get it. <laughs> like, yeah, like, in New Hope, they're, like, going around, like, door to door, and it's like, knock, 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 no one's home, move on. It's like, you gave it two seconds. You got to wait for something. This one's like, move on. I'm like, hey, what do you want? You know, like, you I mean, from, from the moment that Obi-Wan does the mind trick on them, they're, they were dead. Yeah, I mean, it's like, the strong that has an effect on the weak mind. The weak mind. Like, well, that's all we need to know about this. I really did like the scene, like when Obi Wan's holding the glass back and they're trying to pry the door open, yes. and the purge trooper shoves the blaster through the open crack. I wanted to see a purge trooper showdown with Kenobi with like the the, the, like the staves. Like, I want to see like, or even like honestly, if like Reva or the fifth brother had tried like t- taken on Kenobi but, like lightsaber battle, like I want to see another lightsaber battle, not with Vader. Like they need to do another. They need. They could have used one in this episode where mm-hmm. he actually faces off against an actual. Person. I thought there was going to be a face-off between him and Reva yeah, at one point, too. and yep. then it didn't. Yeah. It didn't happen. Maybe maybe they're saving that uh, for later too. Cro- I'm still crossing my fingers on that one because. But would that be fatal? Oh, Kenobi Reva yeah. duel. That would yeah. be fatal for her. I guess they could kill her off with that if they want yeah. to. So the, it's either Kenobi or Vader. It's yep. gonna have to be either. Both. Somebody's gonna kill her off, or Vader's Shoal gonna be in the next season or whatever. Yeah, or uh, apparently it's season two. I I, I forgot who's talking about this, but um, they thought that Vader was gonna like save Reva up like for the end, and like for ultimate failure, she gets to bring gets to trade her like for the Grand Inquisitors. I think that would, yeah, that, so, that would be kind like of a messed up play of poetic justice and all that. On that note, when, when Vader comes in and like starts choking her, I thought he was actually going to accuse her of lying about the Grand Inquisitor. Mm. I think... I, think, I was like, that, oh, that is, oh! That is probably the other weak point of the show, is that... What's they, going on they, with him? They kill him, or at least they appear to kill him off, and then they... Really, just kind of move on with the story. Yeah, he's, he's like only mentioned in the brief conversation. With yeah, Vader. between it, between her and Darth Vader, mm. and and I think that that's that's rubbing some people the wrong way because it's like, hey, are you gonna address the fact that you may have just like majorly retconned? Mm. And I think that that's 
a part of like, and this is where this is where like like my recollection, like growing up with the original trilogy, and then the beginning of the expanded universe and whatever, and the video games like. For the longest time, nobody, you never heard people talking about, uh, for, for most of my experience of my history with Star Wars, the movies were canon, nothing else was. Absolutely nothing else was. The books weren't canon, the comics weren't canon, George Lucas did not manage them like they were canon, he let all kinds of crazy shit happen. Like, there was stupid zombie stormtrooper books. Like, I mean, like... Jackson. Like, yeah. Like, there's just... There was there was no expectation. You you read the Legends books, which were not Legends then, but when, when the expanded universe, when stuff came out in the expanded universe, there was very little... Nobody was having a conversation about tying those all together. So I do think that there's... And this is, I think, what you guys were talking about when we were messaging a little bit about legends versus, you know, and like, it's like, and like, I get it, like, because like, when George Lucas was in charge of Lucasfilm, it was pretty loosey-goosey. Like, he let all kinds of people do all kinds of creative stuff with mm-hmm. Star Wars, and he didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't, no, but there was no story group, there was well, no... Like he, I, th- I thought he had a little bit of a story group where he had to kind of give his nod to people who wanted to, like, license Star yeah. Wars to yeah, write but, EU books, and he gave, like, he gave, like, a nod to their plot outline, of, but he wasn't, like, super anal going through it with a comb of, like, a con- he didn't have, like, a continuity's head that he was, like, no. containing, like, a big... He clearly line. didn't. Right. Even so in, like, that's even in do, just the movie, it was like a did. mess within itself. It's like a giant convoluted right. mess on its own. So I really yeah. don't understand. Like I think the 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 failure. I think part of the frustration, like, and I I get the desire to have all of it fit together. Like, but don't other IPs fit together? Like, does it does Marvel fit together seamlessly, or does Marvel have messes? Like, like I never heard anybody oh, talking yeah. about the Spider-Man video games being canon. Like. Like to yeah, me, yeah. to me, like I just always if if a, if a video like game came out, that was just the, the it was just a video game that was Star Wars. Yeah, it doesn't contradict itself, does it? The MCU itself, not the video games, outside but the cinematic universe, and maybe the TV shows. Like whatever's on the screen that's not a video game, doesn't that all? Isn't that all like centrally planned and centrally controlled, and it's cohesive and it doesn't contradict right. and it doesn't override itself, right? Well, kind of. Uh, Marvel, like, Marvel copped out by just creating a multiverse so that they can't break canon. Marvel was like, there is no canon because there's if 30 million trillion billion there. timelines. Yeah. So That's you can't really break canon. Yeah, yeah, like, they they they'll never yeah. do like, um, the close, like the, the world between worlds, they, if they go ever go that route of like oh, multiple no, universes now. I think I think that like really honestly, like like Am I going to enjoy this show less if Cal Kestis doesn't show up? No. Like That would have been a perfect stage left, though. Like, uh, you'd be stupid to attack that head on and Cal Kestis is like, well, actually, and he's there because he's like a helper. And but you have to, you have to I think, I think. help you get in again, right? Like, I think you, I think stupid. there's, mm-hmm. there's, there's a couple of things that are, that I think for people like us and for other people that we might listen to or be influenced by, I think that it's very easy to, like, we are in, like, a very small strata 
of people. Like I think we sometimes we're, we're think. quarterbacking this thing. Well, and and, right? and the number of people like like okay like so Star Wars Theory is the biggest YouTuber on in in YouTube like right he, okay and when he does a live stream and three thousand people are watching, that's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not really. In the scope of like. In the scope of like, like. If, if, if Lucasfilm, Disney, if that's the only people they can make money off of, they're dead a long time ago. Like, mm-hmm. like at the end of the day, like, like, I do think that it's important to remember that, like, the vast, and from a business perspective, the vast majority of people that Disney is going to make money off of, mm-hmm. is n- they're never going to play Jedi Fallen Order. They're never going to read a comic. They're not even going to look at a comic. Right. They might read a novel. They probably haven't watched Rebels or Clone Wars, right. so they watch can't. Action Star Wars they can't take that. It, it would make wouldn't make sense for them. Like I was yeah. shocked. I was absolutely shocked when Darth Maul showed up at the end of Solo. Mm. Because if you think about that, yeah, my wife was like, "What? Was that? Yeah, like, if you think Darth Maul, like, if I you, thought he died. Someone who only the saw the story. movies yeah. would yeah. just be like." I just uh, played on the way home. Like, what? okay, so here's what happened with that. And she's like, oh, I don't really care. Like, I was just like, oh. Well, and then half the people that you explain it, like, half the people that you explain it to would say, wait, like, he survived being cut in yeah, half? Yeah, that was, yeah that's... Like, talk about a plot hole. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you're, you're right, honey, you're right. Like, I, I can't explain it. I wouldn't no, have, actually, I he, back myself, he, he got cut in half, and then he survived in a garbage rage, dump. Through his rage. Through yeah. <laughs> his Years, years. <laughs> and it's a completely hour. unsanitary environment, nope. environment yeah. with his entire. But the, well, magic, but magic kept him alive. Like, <laughs> so but I think I think that yeah, that's, you're right though. You're, you're right on about that. Like, <laughs> like, Disney is Disney is a business, and they are like looking at their customer base, their growing, their emerging customer. Like the hardcore Star Wars fan base is a dying breed in many ways, like aging out and everything every other way. And there's a whole new generation of people to market to, and appeal to, and yep. that's. Like that's smart business. And, and at the end we of the day, have, you know, it's not, and it, it's just, it's something we just have to. You have to remember that, like, if ninety-five percent of the people, or ninety percent, I don't know what number it would be. Let's just say, for example, ninety percent of the people who watch Kenobi don't even know that Jedi Fallen Order exists. Yeah. Yeah. How much motivation do they have to tie that in? Right. Almost yeah. none. Yeah, I, guess I mean, I think we're actually they'd be like, Who's this guy? we're actually <laughs> we're actually seeing more tie into legends and can't and that's than than makes even maybe sense yeah. from that perspective. Quinlan Boss is just some random name, just like most people. Or like like Cobb Vanth. Yeah. Like even people who read those books might not yeah, remember Cobb Vanth. Yeah, yeah, he's right. in like what yeah. the ending of one of the like books? he's in one of the asides. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. A, like right. Like so, so the fact that they would bring that in, right? Like as much as it might please this teeny tiny little fraction of like, you know, at Jack the end of the Bain day, is a good example too, like he just shows up at the end of Book of Boba Fett. Right. If you never watched Clone Wars or Rebels, like, oh, you're this like, this guy is kind of interesting looking. Mm-hmm. He looks like what we think but, an alien looks like. But if you never watched <laughs> can't, can't, Clone Wars or Rebels, yeah, you might still think, oh, that's bad. Yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, this guy's got yeah, history with Boba Fett. Cool. Like, then, yeah, then, awesome. it's like, then it's like kind of like a little, ooh, you like that sample? Oh, come watch the... Yeah. Uh, Consume more content. Clone Wars or Rebels. <laughs> yeah, and, and if you don't... And it works. Cool. Sometimes, you, so, yeah. You're probably still going to tune in to all the rest of the stuff that yeah. we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have two quick questions, uh, kind of before we close up. First one is, the planet Florum was mentioned. Do you guys think we might get any glimpses of Hondo 
getting Kenobi back to Alderaan or Tatooine. I think they'll certainly bring Hondo in live action somehow, sometime. But I don't know. If it's I, the don't, show or I don't know if it would be too appropriate for the show, though. <laughs> not this show, but I think it'll be. I think point. that with two episodes left, no, yeah, not know. in this show. I, I think, think these last just, two episodes that better be. That was an be... echo to her saying Dantooine in A New Hope. Like she was doing this. This episode, all these episodes, hit every beat of each episode up to this point. So next episode is going to be Obi Wan goes and finds a teacher to help him and. And then his friends get in the most trouble, like Vader's. Like you know, that's going to be episode five. It's going to be Empire Strikes Back. All those beats is going to be the next episode. So I mm-hmm. think I think Qui Gon Jinn's coming next episode, right? And then I think in episode six is the big showdown. Like so I think it's following every beat of every episode. Yeah. Of the I think I think at this point, they would it would be a mistake to have any yeah. major cameos. Yeah. From this point. Yeah. Out. I think that that would oh, be oh, unless. Is it still rumored? Maybe like a post credits or is something. It, but is it still only rumored that there's going to be a couple extra, two. couple extra episodes? I think that was Obi- I think that was Kenobi. Or that was you and McGregor running his mouth at celebration. Or, yeah, where he said episodes six, seven, eight, seven, nine, ten, seven, and they were like, ah! which maybe is the season two they're they're talking about of the show, or uh, it's a limited series. So I don't think so. I've, I've heard a lot of rumors though that, about or that they could have Obi Wan Kenobi in other shows. Like they could have in. Right. If this leads up to a cliffhanger that just drops for season two, oh man! <laughs> I th- I think that I yeah, think that's, that that's the other way they could play it. Yeah. This, but I think that that's a this is a classic example of another scenario where Disney paints itself into a corner because yeah. if you don't do a season two, then people will be pissed that you didn't do a season two, and if you do do a season two, people will be pissed because you did a season <laughs> yeah. two. Right. Like just I don't think I don't think there's a way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah, I think yeah. that, but I think that the fact that it's clearly going to be the I mean it's not saying much to say that it's the top performing Disney Plus show of all time because it's only been around for three or four years but like again from the business side of things like why wouldn't you do a season two yeah I mean that's Mm -hmm. you but from a business side it only matters how many new subscribers you got to the platform true right but I mean but but you're probably going to get more new subscribers from Obi-Wan season two than Andor I don't don't think you're going to get anybody new from Andor Probably not. Yeah, right. So, okay, last question. Then we'll we'll wrap up this party. Do you think there could be a a potential love interest between Obi Wan and the the Tetala? I thought that in Uh, the episode briefly. No, um, though they did. I did read somewhere where that was the original intent of her character, but I think they're opting out of out of it. like, so they um, filmed it differently than they may have conceived it before they started filming? Or that they're, like, editing it out? I, 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 <laughs> think, I, think, I think it kind of got halted, like, during uh, story, yeah. story I th- structure. I think that, I, from what I've heard, going all the way back to um, when they were debating about who Ray would be, that there's been more or less of a consensus that Obi-Wan's going to be celibate. <laughs> but there isn't ever going to be like a consummating not, love story. Had for they Obi-Wan. not done your Palpatine, it's like your your Obi Wan's granddaughter or Obi Wan's daughter. Then the is or it's granddaughter at this point. Then Which I think have a lot of explaining. You're okay, yeah. Obi-Wan, instead of a. I mean, it's bad enough that they made us think about Palpatine having sex. I don't want to think about. So when did Obi Wan? He was in the <laughs> desert a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
get a job. But I, I think, I think Obi Wan's <laughs> Obi Wan's character. <laughs> Obi Wan's character works best if he's. What's name? They, they've established that he's vulnerable to that, but yeah, that he didn't give in to it. Yeah. Uh, Even and it contrasts him with Anakin, who couldn't yeah. resist, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. and that that's part of what makes them very that different. That would come out characters. of left field if they suddenly went there. I feel like with all the all the, the emotional story is Anakin and and Obi Wan for the rest of this show. Right. So to like have another layer of a love story that kind of comes out. But I think she she works really well as like I think she's she she that sequence when they're in that little safe house and she's yeah. and he's like why are you doing yeah. this. And you can tell that she's influencing him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not in necessarily a romantic way, but in a way that's like doing him purpose. We can do the right thing yeah. Now. Like it's it's inspiring him yes. to maybe be a better person. Mm -hmm. than he's he just is. kind of living in the dumps of like, oh I'm a yeah. brother, everything's bad, blah blah blah. I'm trying to be I have a question that I wanted to ask you yeah. guys though. Like um because there have been, of course, some some noise about this being so you have you have the the Luke situation in the Last Jedi, and then you have Obi Wan in this show. Yeah. And there's been some debate about the parallels to that, and how well either of them work, or how this compares to what they did with Luke in the Last Jedi. I personally think that this is done much better and makes a lot more sense, mm -hmm. yeah. um, and is pretty believable, and mm -hmm. it, I. And me being a person who I didn't completely hate Last Jedi and what they did, but I definitely had a problem with it at the beginning of the movie. Like I was like, "Well, that's just irreverent and it's kind of right. just not cool." But I'm curious what you guys think about like the contrast between those two depictions of two of the most important characters. If this not, is, um, this is more understandable than Luke's situation. Although I understand Luke's situation more on reflection. Last Jedi lives in my head rent free more than any other Star Wars movie. Like it's like got the pebble in my shoe more than anything. <laughs> but like yeah, this like he's just kind of like the war is over, we lost. Like I have a mission. Like unlike Luke, he has a mission, which is to watch over. Right. Luke had no point anymore because he's like, I tried to do the thing I was supposed to do and it didn't work. So what else? What else? I have no teacher. I like what else am I supposed to do? I'm just gonna go hide on this rock. Right. Like, he had nothing to live for. But Obi Wan has at least. Like keeping them safe, and he has, right. has Leia in mind too. So he has a little bit different starting point almost, but yeah, it has a more but it has a context yeah, yeah. that we he still has. We don't have to. Film. We don't have to strain to. Right. I, I didn't think like oh this is very similar or like oh this is out of character. I'm like oh like this is where we want to be right, right now. Yeah, not, that's not kind of what I'm curious because I've yeah. heard some people saying uh -huh. like. I yeah, mean, obviously, I, there's right. probably just people trolling, but they're right. like, oh, this is even worse than The Last no, Jedi, and I'm like, come on. Yeah, I, I do see parallels to it. Again, it, there are parallels, but for me, it's kind of apples and oranges. Um, and uh, I, th I think the biggest thing for me with that is that with Obi-Wan, uh, we kind of know where it's going to end. So there's kind of that safety net. Yeah. <clears throat> Whereas The Last Jedi... Did not have that luxury. Um, you just spit you didn't, and... you didn't. You didn't know where it was going to go. And part of me admired the, um, that about the Last Jedi. I didn't know where that's, and I didn't yeah. feel like that sense Empire. Yeah, like, um, what's going to happen? But, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
That's a but really yeah, good point. I, I, mm-hmm. I, that's really good. Yeah. That, that's why I said, like, last year I lived in my head rent free because it's like, that was the movie where I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's a very well, important thing like, 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 Star Wars. And, like, you know, and, and, like, where it ended up, but at least you, like, went on you don't, by. You don't know, know like, <laughs> halfway through Last Jedi, like, so that's Luke the end? Because mm-hmm. he does redeem himself right. in the movie, even though it's Comes questionable back. how yeah. effective that is. And in Rise of Skywalker, they pretty much apologize for <laughs> for yeah. what happened. Yeah, yeah. But initially, when you're watching the movie, you're like, you get about halfway through, and it's like, is this it? I mean, he chucks yeah. the lightsaber. He lectures Ray on why the she Jedi are full of shit. Of, she it's like, like, like fine, stay here, and she just goes off, and then yeah, like that was that was. And even like Yoda's intervention, you're like, well, I still don't know like what Luke's gonna do even after the pep talk from Yoda. Well, and Yoda even isn't, it's not necessarily clear that Yoda agreed or disagreed. Right. He's just kind of like, hey, what are you going to do? Like, kids are kids. They're like, yeah, we're a tie, you must. Yeah, there's like, yeah, like, there's the Obi-Wan. Like, I don't know. Yoda's kind of like, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, Yoda could have been like, yeah, you know what, screw that Jedi stuff. Let's get a beer. Yeah, because Yoda's like, whatever, the afterlife's way better than this crap. Like, you know what I mean? It's like in the Lego Star Wars. It's like in the afterlife. The, yeah, exactly. Exactly. When they're like, sitting there roasting marshmallows yeah. or Green something. Green beer I have. That's having a great time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question, though. Uh, and I think, that, I think that that's part of the reason why I think that's an interesting question is because I do think that it shows that this show is handling this character in this story with more care than yeah. we got from The Last Jedi. I think, mm-hmm. like, I think that even though there are things that you could gripe about like at the end of the day like it's like this is not the last jedi this is not what what happened with luke this is i think a genuine effort to tell a good story to tell a good story that that doesn't betray who obi-wan yeah or vader is who he was before who he was when we see him in a new hope um and i think that that's probably the I would say the most important thing about this show is how they handle Obi-Wan because it's the Obi-Wan Kenobi show and so far so good like I feel mm-hmm. like yes like yeah. 100% like so uh, yeah yeah for sure so yeah we should, a lot of good talk and we're gonna call it a wrap with that one and we will look for look, looking forward to talking to everyone and getting thoughts and opinions on episode 5 yes. until then remember the force will be with you always always, always. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million.